Pol Pot Pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, the Low Hop Biscuiteers. You got it dialed on into the Truth Network. That's right. This is KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. And now it's Free Speech Nation because the world, the lamestream media, and your mom and dad are trying to divide you. But you know what brings the world together? Biscuits and gravy, baby. That's true. It's Everyone time loves biscuits and gravy. For all the gravy gals, all the biscuit boys. And all the biscuiteers to tune on in because it's biscuit time, baby. It's time to hop on the gravy train. Yeehaw! Wow, Vincent Vody. Wow, we have a special guest in the studio today. We do. What are we cooking up in our studio kitchen? We're cooking up all kinds of fun stuff today. I got Whoa. a lot of cool stuff to talk about. What are we going to talk about today, Vincent Archangel Gravy Fody? Uh, we'll probably talk about James Joyce. James Joyce? Okay. Uh, we'll also talk I'll get down about, on two skinny J's. We'll talk about Pope Frank. Oh, yeah? I hear it's got quite the Frank. Maybe Fargo. Oh, I'll talk all about Fargo, baby. And lots more. Maybe even a little Dungeons and Dragons, because we have a Dungeons and Dragons expert Ooh. and dungeon master, now, usually, John Boy's on the show today with us. How are you doing today, John? we talk about dungeons. Good, guys. Thank you for having me aboard. You are the dungeon master. Now, we talk normally about dungeon masters. It's a little bit of Morningwood, right? But today, dungeon masters is about dungeons and dragons and your mind and fantasy unleashed. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've I, actually got something fun for you for Morningwood today, Chuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a fun story. I don't know if you've heard it yet. Coming up on the show, we got Morningwood. We got Spoiler Alert. And my favorite, Gluttony Club. I went to Ferraro's last night, and you didn't. That's right. The new one? But yeah, uh, I went to, Black, menu. I went to yeah, Black Rock I went to... Pizza. Oh, okay. Ooh, Black Rock and Black Rock great. Pizza, they have some great pizza. That's Black Rock Pizza, that's the one that buys up homes so that locals can't afford it, That's right? Black Rock Realty. Oh, funny enough, Black Rock Pizza also has a QR code for real estate. Right, the guy Buy who, your piece of Maui. The guy who owns it, I think, also runs, like, real estate stuff. How dare you try and to do more than one thing with your life? That's also been a little controversial. Let's get mad at him for trying isn't to be Black an entrepreneur. Rock? What were you going to say? Black Rock is the... I was like, isn't Black Rock and pizza its own conspiracy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Black like Rock, right on the nose. Are you telling me when yeah. politicians say bring over some pizza at three in the morning, it's like when I say bring over the snowman? You're not actually bringing over frozen pieces of ice. And also, there's a, a whole pizza conspiracy. If we avoid PizzaGate, which was like the Comet Pizza thing, where they had the the pedo ring in the basement of the pizza place, and then it turned out that that place didn't have a basement. Okay, but um, that's what but they want. There's also a pizza conspiracy that pizzas run the world, right? Yes. I mean, there's a lot of pizza conspiracies. There's and- a lot of conspiracies that involve pizza. Uh-huh. But this one is about BlackRock is a real estate company, and I think the people that own BlackRock also Do have real have an unrelated mm. real estate company. But they were at they got in trouble for advertising real estate yep. on their pizza boxes Can't to, have a cow to zone, flood zone. a lot of the locals were like how dare you like encourage people here on vacation to buy property on maui but i mean they're not buying the type of property that's competing with people who are living here no they're yeah. not black they're, rock uh, does that though the they're, other they're not rock. buying low-income housing they're buying like multi-million dollar houses which yeah. actually on maui is low-income housing but you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh, since we're still at the top of the show, let's just mention that uh, you can 
Listen to us on 88.5 KKU, the voice of gravy. You can also watch us live on Channel 55. Live on Channel 55. We're on live TV right now, so wave to the nice people at home. Hello. If you're watching in your car, don't watch TV in the car. I disagree. I want everyone to be like Homer Simpson and that watch TV in their car, make some ice cream, fry up some sausage jaws. Uh, you can also listen to all of our past episodes if you go to BiscuitWars.com or wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, not Stitcher, because that's not a thing anymore, no. Amazon Music. We're on all the big ones. Despite me talking about all the pod killing Jeff Bezos, we are still on Amazon. Yes, like, and yeah. eating. <laughs> yeah. More specifically, you, you like to talk about killing and also eating, eating Jeff Bezos. That's right. Eating? Yeah. Do yeah. you think Bezos would taste great? Well, the, No, he's the, all muscly now. The joke yeah. is is that, he, if you don't know this, Jeff Bezos actually has property on Maui. And his property Chuck is in also La, wants to spit roast him, which is, has a sexual connotation to it. My parents have been to the property. It's awesome. Where there's a lot of goats there, and he kind of looks like a goat. So if you had a hunting accident, you could by accidentally kill Jeff Bezos. You could chainy him? <laughs> I mean, if he didn't want to get shot, why was he near my rifle? That's, that's What were your real. parents doing at Jeff Bezos' house? Uh, bringing some pizza over. No, <laughs> no, no comment? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, if you want to listen to us online, just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can listen to all of our past episodes for free. We also want to give a shout-out to Venture Physical Therapy, who is one Venture of our sponsors. We can't say that they're the best, but they're pretty great. We can't. And that's in addition to And if we the, could, the we FCC. wouldn't. But nobody touches old people like Ted Anderson. No one touches old people And if you Ted think, Anderson. if you think we're funny or if you think you're funny, go check out the... Vibe open mic. We do have an open mic every week at Vibe. Mm-hmm. It's on Tuesdays. It's like eight ish to question mark. Yeah. Till the party ends. Eight ish till question mark. Um, and then there's a new not open mic in Paia. Friend of the show, Tristan yeah. Dish, is doing it at Paia Coffee. Day. Is that is that an open mic or is that a, sh- uh, a showcase? Co- a monthly mm-hmm. showcase. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a cool venue. And I think a friend of the show, Chino LaForge. Oh yes, is also going to be hosting Chino that. Chino Orgy. Uh, <laughs> he is also one of the stars of the new hit show Moku Moku. So you can check that out. Just look up eight hundred eight Moku Moku, <laughs> and uh, there's there's new episodes out yes. by now. <laughs> also, you know what's fun. I went skydiving yesterday. You went skydiving? Yeah. Which is why I wasn't able to go to Ferrara's with you, oh, unfortunately. So I was I was bummed that I missed out on our reservation for Ferrara's. Mm. But I'm sure that you had a great time. I did. And I still got to eat some delicious pizza afterwards because mm. yesterday was my cheat day. Yes. And uh, How does your wife feel about that? Um, she was more stoked about eating pizza than she was about me going skydiving. Oh, okay. She was like, I'm really nervous. I'm like, you're not the one going skydiving. I'm yeah. the one going skydiving. Let me have the anxiety. Plus, don't you have, like, if you die, doesn't she get, like, a hundred grand? She gets all my money. Well, well, we don't have life insurance. Oh, what? Yeah. I do a dollar a month, baby. You, you guys have life insurance? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But Why? Because I mean, of the way I, I live my life, right? <laughs> I mean, answer. Um, and the way Christy lives hers, but yeah. I mean, like Christy would be better off without you anyway. Oh, totally. regardless of I life mean, insurance. Could, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, right. When I married her, my credit went up like a hundred points. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I love the Asians. If you have kids and you have somebody that you're like supporting, then I could see the need for life insurance, but. We don't have kids, 
Mm. And we've got money in the bank. She's she's employed. Like there's there's no reason to pay into it's life like insurance. A dollar a month. It's great. If you like betting, right? You're betting against and for yourself. Um, it's it, you have yeah. like a dollar a month. How life much do you pay for health insurance altogether? I pay for health insurance, but not okay. life insurance. So my health insurance is like twenty five bucks a month, and it covers life insurance, medical, dental. Right. I don't want to promote anyone spending <laughs> any money on this show, but life insurance is if you died, she got like a hundred grand easy. Mm. Depending on how I die, Chris gets pro- like a quarter mil. My wife would probably get more money. If I yeah, died yeah. <laughs> well, Diana would never kill me for the insurance, but if I were you, I'd be careful. Yeah, Chrissy could do. She watches a lot of like. Chrissy murder watches a lot of Columbo stuff. too. She's watched all of Columbo, all of them. You right? guys have both been on a Columbo kick. I am. And I'm, another thing, I'm up to just, uh, just one more thing. I'm up to the last up. Ep- we're up to the last episode of Columbo. Just, We've only got one episode left the, to watch. I want to bring and, back uh, we're saving it. cigars and hospitals. Oh. Yeah. In, in, like the, in like the first episode of Columbo, he's like walks into a hospital smoking a cigar. Yeah, that's I'm like, the this is great. I and an airport. In. He also smokes a cigar in an airport. Totally okay with that. Which I'd be down for. I miss it. Yeah, I want, I want that. No cigarette, just cigars and blunts. But the, the first time that I tried to go skydiving, I tried to go on Oahu and it oh, got yeah. rained out. And since I was only there for the one day, I wasn't able to go because of the inclement weather. Oh, so then and the second like, time they're you like, chose well, Hana, you, they're the like, well, you driest can, spot in Hawaii. They're like, you can reschedule if you want. And I was like, well, I'm only here for the day, so I can't, I can't reschedule and come back tomorrow. But I think it started in like 2018, 2019. You can now skydive over mm-hmm. at the Hana Airport. The good thing is, even if it gets rained uh, out. You can just reschedule. I don't have to fly to a different island to to go do it. How, so you went skydiving yesterday. I went skydiving yesterday. How big was the plane? How high was the plane? The plane was very small. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they skydive from ten thousand feet. Whoa! So you're you're pretty much it's pretty much like jumping off a of Haleakala, which half the Whoa. listeners of the ha- show Haleakala is ten thousand feet. Whoa! So you're like right on the same level as Haleakala, and it was an amazing experience. I flew through a cloud. And skydiving through a cloud, it's an amazing experience. It's surreal. Is it refreshing? It was very refreshing. It was cold, and it was, like, kind of wet. Mm. So it's, like, you know, like, Mm. that feeling where you go through fog, and fog has that, like, kind of, like, chill, kind of moist feeling to it? Yeah, it's a great bread. Imagine going, flying through fog at 100 miles an hour, 120 miles an hour. Why is it only 120 miles an hour? Don't you get exponentially faster? Um, you only accelerate up to a certain point. At some point, you hit like a maximum velocity. Oh, that's right! Ding, 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 ding. Indeed, we learned that. Actually. Or the yes. ground. Yeah. Okay. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, I was really disappointed that I haven't done this before because mm. it's been there for so long. The and sky. I could have been doing it this whole time. You're not afraid of heights at all. I actually am afraid of heights. Okay. But like your brain is doing different math when it comes to skydiving because it's like that's very you're not standing take. on the edge of a cliff looking down with Mm no it's like you have a parachute and a dude that's a professional skydiver strapped to your back um so it's it's kind of a different thing if you think about it no job that guy has that's not to say it wasn't a little you know unnerving when you're in the plane and you're going up and you're about to do it it's a little bit risky but like once that door opens and (laughs) and you tumble out of there it's the most exhilarating feeling were there any incredibly attractive people skydiving with you um for the sake of argument, let's say yes. Okay. 
So how <laughs> is that because you know these people? So like, yeah. if any, if I... anyone of that I work with listens to this podcast, <laughs> yes, you're all beautiful and amazing. But I'm just wondering, like, what if you're a skydiving professional, right? And like, are you wearing sexy clothes when you skydive, or are you wearing loose clothes? Because I think you're wearing, aren't you wearing like you're loose wearing clothes? like a jump, you're wearing like your normal clothes and a jumpsuit. I didn't have like skydiving instructors in bikinis. I was gonna say I've actually seen girls in bikinis skydive, like yeah. out in Oahu and stuff. Yeah, but not not the ones that are doing like tandem jumps. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is what if like you're trying to be? It's also a little chilly too, so you okay. you, you kind of want to. But I mean, like you got like this this giant like jumpsuit harness that's what I wear thing to strip clubs. on. I was gonna and say I don't know, something about the giant harness. I, yeah. Although I have heard harnesses that, turn me on. I've heard <laughs> that uh, on Oahu, all the skydive guys are like strapping young oh, lads, okay. and they're very broish and they're all very attractive. Is, oh, is what I heard from one of my female coworkers who went skydiving with us. She said that she skydived on Oahu, and all the instructors and the guys that you tandem jump with are. Quite attractive. Oh man! Are you sure there's nothing sexy about skydiving? Yeah, dude. That's I, what I'm getting at. I no, I think there is I mean, something. <laughs> you have that adrenaline that you get, mm-hmm. and they it's say, a bonding experience. And they say like if you survive a near death experience with somebody, it's also a huge aphrodisiac. Mm. Yes. And skydiving is a very intimate. Like your life is in this person's hands, and you're sitting on their lap in the plane. <laughs> so uh, there is there is like, <laughs> there's yeah. It's a, it's a, it could be a little arousing How in certain contexts. How long is the la- Also, but I've been in the Hana airport. Hot. That's a bumpy take on takeoff. Uh, and also, like on Oahu, they have like a big plane. It seats twelve people, and that's a and- big plane. I'm imagining Air Force One, and everyone jumping off is get off my plane. Like the back. No, yeah. it's uh, it's it's on Oahu. It's kind of like um. Band of Brothers, where they're just yeah, kind of all, yeah, all in the thing, and, yeah. then they, and then they're like, go, 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 jump, jump. But uh, here, it's a small little prop plane, mm. and it was blue. It was called the Blue Bomber or something like that. They only do two at a time. Mm. So two people go up, two people jump, then two more people go up, two more people jump. Hopefully. Yeah, and you just sit there and, uh, and wait your turn. Huh. And so that's why, because it was only originally supposed to be like four in the group, but then it ended up being about 10 of us went all together. So we had a nice big group. So uh, it took a little longer for us to all jump, which is why... uh, He drove to Hana. You know, what's funny is that one of the vans that we took was a company van. So we had one guy with like a minivan, and then the rest of us went in the the company van. But one of the people (laughs) that works for us, not at my restaurant, but at a different restaurant... And he didn't have life insurance? has (laughs) Has a DUI... And yeah. so they have one okay. of the so the van has one of those blow to go things installed in it. Oh god. But beep, the, boop, the boop. thing the thing was broken. <laughs> Make sure you're not drunk. Boop boop boop. The thing <laughs> It's like having a chuck in your car. It's just like beep, beep boop doop. <laughs> it's like having a little mini chuck. <laughs> And it's not, it's so random how it doesn't ask you to do it every five minutes or ten minutes. It could be two minutes. It could be 45 minutes. But anyway, the point of the story is because the thing was so improperly installed. Yeah. Because there's only one place on the island that does it and they don't care. The thing, like, is broken and we couldn't get the van started. (laughs) (laughs) So we got stuck in Hana for a while. So... It further made me miss my my reservation at Ferraro's, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which Ferraro's, by the way, spoiler alert for Gluttony Club, so good. But eventually, we the menu? eventually, yeah. we did get the van started, and we all made it home safely. Ooh. And I gotta say, would highly recommend skydiving. Skydiving. Would now, you recommend, I, even if you're afraid of heights or you think you climbing? can't do it? 
spite the bullet. It's one of those bucket list things. Mm. Cool. Yeah. I wish more bullets were made of like beef, you know? Because that's what that phrase or comes gummy from, bullets. Right? Gummy, yeah, just for yeah. Off. I would, I would buy gummy bullets. Yeah, dude. Ah, they'd be so good. Gummy mm. bullets. What's your favorite gummy? gummy what's your favorite gummy based candy, John? Hmm? We're what's talking your, to Dungeon your, Master John, boy. What's your favorite gummy? I'm classic. I like a like a good bear. I like a gummy bear. Yeah, yeah. I like the gummy bears. Haribo like the gummy the, the, the Haribo oh, yeah. ones. Ooh. Yeah, those are those are a classic. Although I gotta say, a close second, maybe. Uh, the gummy lifesavers. Ooh, okay. I'm a huge fan of the gummy lifesavers. And you stick your tongue through the hole. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. And, and you, you stretch can, it and out. And you can a stretch bit. it out. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. You're like making out the gothic girl's ear. You know. Yeah, like, but ah, the, I make it bigger. But it's fun. Yeah, eating, it eating those gummy lifesavers, uh-huh. and they're delicious. Sometimes I put my tongue through like it, texture. and I see if yeah. it can stay on my tongue for like a while. Yeah, and I pretend that I'm a little snake. I had gummy Ooh. Skittles for the first time recently, Whoa! and the gummy Skittles are really good gummy also. Skittles. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even know that they existed, mm. but I, ha- I have to say, not too bad. I miss peak, like, early O's. They really had an explosion of more and more candies back then, and now candies are trying to be, like, more healthy, so you have, like, Whole Foods brand sugar pops, and I want it to go the opposite. I want, like, when Nerf, like, when Nerf was on top, baby, they had all the wildest candies, dude. Nerf? Nerf, yeah. Nerf? The Nerf, Nerf ages. Nerf candy? No, but it was at the same era of, like, I get what a you're bountiful saying, like, candy. Of, like, yeah. Oh, you mean, of, like, the uh, 90s? Yeah, reckless toys and reckless <laughs> treats, baby. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't. I, was, I thought you meant, like, they had little mini gummy footballs that no, you but throw also, into someone's what mouth. what a missed like opportunity. <laughs> of candy and Nerf were... Why <laughs> wouldn't they make edible Nerf bullets? Right? So you could, like, shoot them into someone's mouth? Yeah, dude. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? That sounds like a choking hazard (laughs) waiting to happen. I mean, whatever. I mean, they're kids anyway. I think best case scenario, we kill more kids. You could get a super soaker and put sugar water in it. They advertise lawn darts for kids. Yeah. Ooh, also, Kool-Aid and a super soaker? Lawn darts for kids, but they're not actual lawn darts, right? They're like, it's like a Nerf thing that you throw up in the air. We had stomp rockets. They don't sell, you jumped on it. They don't sell lawn darts anymore. Like back in the seventies and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They look kind of like sharp butt plugs. And you, you throw them up in the air <laughs> and see who and like play chicken and see who can stay under the the dart the longest. Mm. Yep. Yes. Things, it was a different time. Chicken. <laughs> when people were still allowed to play with lawn darts. Mm. We're losing all of our freedoms stuff. in we this are. country. There's not enough dangerous stuff to kill people. You have to buy get cert- life insurance. For life your kids. insurance. You also have to you have to get certified to skydive by yourself. But my question is, if you're going by yourself, who's going to stop you? Do you really need to get certified? <laughs> <laughs> what are the sky police going to come after you? The sky police are coming to get you. They come to me in my dreams. The sky police. Um, <laughs> all right. So, did uh, was I the only one here that went to the Nick Swartzen show? Yeah, I think, I think so. Go. You didn't go? I've seen him before. He's yeah, Chuck, good. we missed you there. All all the cool people were there. Trish was there, Corky, Shane. Oh, everybody went. Yeah, Eddie V. Oh, baby. My favorite comedian, Eddie V, was there. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we had... It, you know what's funny? Oh, and Charlie Smoothhands was there. Oh, we got to play um, some games with him. And even though none of us bought our tickets at the same time, we were all sitting within, like, five seats of each other. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, we were all, like, sitting... We're like, okay, we'll see you inside. And then we all get inside, and we're, like, all sitting right near we're like hey wait what's up <laughs> makes you feel famous when you do anything in maui you're like, and, hey i know you yeah and it wasn't sold out so then we all just ended up kind of like sitting together in the same row anyway it's my oh, fault cool. it wasn't sold out i saw charlie smooth hands he walked in and then 
He starts talking to me. He's like, all right, I got to go to my seat. It turns out he was sitting three seats away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a, a, a fun night. We all had a really good time at the Nick Swartz So he show. wrote all new jokes. I didn't realize that he wrote Grandma's Boy. It was all new material. One yeah. of my favorite stoner films. I didn't know that. I the story. Yeah. He, he got a fun story. He wrote him. that movie. Yeah. He wrote it in pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to fax it to somebody. Yeah. And he said that a lot of people come That's up to him and they're like, that was such a great movie. How come it wasn't in theaters? He's like, well, it was in theaters, but, but thanks. <laughs> it's also 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it was only in theaters for a short time, but then it got really big once it came out on video. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Voice of Gravy. The voice of everything. Today's show is underwritten in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Edward Norton's Antivirus. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Do you have a primal fear? Oh, you mean malware? <laughs> Don't wait until the 25th hour to protect your computer. That's right. A subsidiary of Kenny Login Cybersecurity. Today's show is underwritten in part by Margaret Thatcher's Roofs. Need a new roof? Get a Thatcher. And also by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with walking. Christoph Waltz's Dance Studio. Do you want a tango like Django? You'll be a glorious dancer. Read another one. Oh, I've master. actually got one, I thought. Uh, I was driving around today, and I was actually thinking of a fun one. Okay. Paul Rudd's rudders. When life steers you wrong, no one steers you like Paul's rudders. Ooh. There you go. I like it. New All sponsor, right. Paul Rudd's rudders. I also like doing a little Dutch rudder from time to time. <laughs> we'll talk about that on Morningwood. Don't be clueless now, with your directions. So I, unfortunately, had to work Damn. on Saturday. So. Boo! So I wasn't able to make the Dungeons & Dragons meeting, but oh, I stopped oh, yeah. by after work. And as I was pulling up, Mike Enns was just leaving. So I saw Mike uh, Enns. He must have got there way late. He was the last one to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah. he had just left. So I talked to him for like five minutes in the car. And then he's Love like, him. oh, go in and say hi to John. So I go in. I knock on the door. I go in. You answer the door. Your front door is open. <laughs> You're in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the, so here's the question. What's the turnover time for you? And I mean, this is something that I can identify with because I spend most of my time at home in my underwear. So what's the turnover time from when company leaves to how long does it take you to get into the underwear? Something like three seconds. Like three yeah, seconds. It's, so it, you're like you closing got... the door and oh, taking your pants off at the same time. Absolutely. Okay. Chuck, do you hang out in your underwear or are you Best are you case clothed? scenario underwear? Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Ooh. Underwear. So you're so you're saying like a lot it. of times you're walking around naked. Bold. I think that if there was a sitcom that took place across the street from me, I would be the naked man. Okay. Yes. You'd be a great naked man. I am a great naked man. Now I noticed that you left out one adjective <laughs> <laughs> of that particular character, <laughs> which I would venture to say might be apt. <laughs> Handsome Naked Man. Yeah, I don't think his ah. name was Handsome Naked Man. Everyone remembers Handsome Naked Man from Friends. <laughs> Everyone remembers. They put the markers together and tried to poke him across the street. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, I was I was very pleased. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm in I my was boxers. so happy to see you. And I was, uh, it was well, great. I, boxers I, I could briefs. see. Yeah. Hey. Definitely. Uh, I gave you a big hug, too. I think you were boxer briefs, right? Yeah, just pressed Bo- up against Boxer you. briefs, guys? Boxer briefs yeah. are the best yeah. compromise in the history of I, like I used I to wear boxers when I was in like my early teens, mm-hmm. but then once I discovered boxer briefs, I'm like, this is the best of both worlds. Boxer They're briefs so comfort. are. You know, they give you the comfort and support mm-hmm. that you need, but also they, they don't get all bunched up the way boxers do. 
No, it's like the difference between but like they're not, a nursing home and an assisted living facility. Right, they're not as restrictive no. as like regular tidy whities No, they're not. Mm-mm, not in this house. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like wearing boxer briefs around the house is almost the same as wearing board shorts with no underwear. Mm, which also I love, by yeah. the way. And the so that's nets, why, dude. I don't like the nets. Yeah. So it's My like, balls it's, aren't fish. I don't want a net around. Anytime I'm, them out. Yeah. Anytime I'm home by myself, I'm completely underwear most of the time. Mm. Yeah. Which sucks because then someone knocks on the door. <laughs> And then I got to go put on pants. I don't to bother the door. That's why they're called Depends Jehovah's on how Witnesses. Good of a friend you are. Well, like a you, I'm not putting on pants. I'm just right, right. Of... Yeah, it it depends. It depends who it is. Mm. Most of the time, I I want them to leave anyway. It's a sign of respect. I hope you know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, when people from the East Coast like are rude and insulting to each other. It's it's a sign that they that you actually like them. Yes. So that's love. Yeah. So yeah, Picture. I was, and that's one of something that I don't like. I'll like, let's say I'm at my house. I'm in my room. I'm in my little sensory cocoon. You know, I got my pants off. I'm under my blankies. I got my headphones in. I'm playing Nintendo Switch, and then I hear a knock on the door. Now I got so much stuff in between me and answering the door. You know, I gotta I pause. I gotta pause the podcast. I gotta ter- pause my game if I'm playing something that's not. That's not like multiplayer because if you're playing online, you can't pause it anyway. Mm-hmm. Then I gotta go put on pants and then answer the door. It's such a hassle. Yeah, I thought we should just live in a more wild and free society. Yeah, yeah. Where, just, where, we where, where we're free to not answer the door. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> why are anyone knocking on the doors? That's why. If somebody's gonna come over, I need like twenty minute heads up. I told you I got carolers this year on Christmas, but they weren't singing traditional Christmas songs. I don't think those were carolers. I think I those think were just like scam artists. Filipinos that really wanted to bang Jesus. They're like, oh, handsome Jesus. I'm like, isn't he a child? Jesus is real time? handsome in Filipino houses. Yeah, dude, he's I so grew up handsome. With a handsome Jesus. And handsome also, Jesus. And oh, also yeah. they made you pay. They swindled you, Chuck. Yes, they wanted those, ten bucks. Those were like scam seven. artists. Wow. It was. Yeah, I think this is like a paper moon scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Filipino well, paper moon. <laughs> I mean, anything religious, I think, is a scandal, right? Well, getting swindled one way or the other. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they're they're just continuing a long tradition of tradition of religion swindling people. Mm. Swindells. If I tried to sell you a car, but you didn't get the car until after you died, would you buy it? Yes. No. Every Sunday, you, I'd actually stay late to worship the car. You wouldn't download a car, would you? How how good is this car? It's oh, it's the best car, it's the John. Best car. It's like riding in it is like heaven. Oh, it's like yeah. a, if you're ever in a Kia, it's like driving this, the clouds. It's the best car, and it seats forty virgins. Oh, I don't get that part. Well, this car absolves me of all the wrong things I've done. It will, and buying this car will prevent you from going to hell, which oh. is, I think, driving a Ford Fiesta. Ooh. In like this analogy, Fiestas. in this extended analogy, hell is a Ford Fiesta. Mm. <laughs> I'll get the Ford Fiesta. <laughs> This Ford Fiesta looks like it's going to drive me away from home. Have you ever sense. eaten at the restaurant Fiesta Time? No, is that here? Yeah. Fiesta Time? Fiesta Time. It's Fiesta a, Time? It's in, Wai- it's in Wailuku. It's by, like, the Korean brothels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, when you're trying to find the ocean, but It's not just... a brothel. Uh, whatever. There's some great it's a lap sushi bar. Uh, uh, places over there by the Korean bars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? I want to mm-hmm. go. So I want to explore the dark. But if you're over there, don't just follow the smell of fish. You might end up in the wrong place. Oh, Speaking right, of Gluttony yeah. Club, have you guys been to the new Tiffany's at all? No. It's awesome. It's Chef Sheldon. Yeah, uh, yeah Sheldon. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I've been there since they've changed hands. <laughs> but it is Chef Sheldon, right? I've, 
Yeah, it is Jeff Sheldon. Okay, cool. I've got a funny Tiffany story. I, I don't think I can tell you on air, but let's okay. bleep it. How good is the fried rice? That's I think the thing. last fried time- rice is awesome. The kimchi fried rice portions Ooh. are unreal. They're so good. Knock knock. Who's there? Kimchi. 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 <laughs> uh, do they I still have kimchi fried rice? Do they still have meat June? Uh, I believe they do. They got all the the good Tiffany staples there, like okay. the, honey, the honey walnut shrimp and stuff. But oh yeah, got you gotta have the honey walnut shrimp. You gotta have the meat June. I think the yeah. meat June was my favorite uh-huh. thing there. It's one of my favorite. I like, didn't get that when we were there. So I Korean got, I comfort food, so good. But mm. it's got all the cool like tenru stuff, like the garlic noodles and. and oh, uh, nice! Fry. What about the spicy chicken sandwich? I don't know if they got the chicken. That's sandwich. my favorite thing at tenru. I like the fat noodles at tenru. I love the fat chicken yeah. noodles. So good. Love my fat. wife hates yeah, them. I love fat noodles. Some really? guys just love a fat noodle. Do you remember when the kitchen used to have chow fun? Yeah, they had one of the best chow funs. Eight hundred eight Deli's taking over the kitchen. Eight hundred eight Deli is taking over. Like in, in Kihei. In Kihei, they're taking the, over the old the kitchen spot. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Much better for Game everybody. Game changer. Yeah, it's going to be Wait, great. are they going to move locations? Mm-hmm. From that little over there by the Fred's? Wow. Wow. So I'll, I'll, you'll actually be able to park. drive your car there and <laughs> yeah. park? Oh, my goodness. Because I love 808 Deli, but I can't. Ooh. I won't ever go there without a moped. Every time I go there, I go That's on my moped because there's nowhere to park. That parking lot doesn't is, exist. It, yeah. I, no. The parking lot can fit like three cars, and there's always like twenty cars and mm-hmm. or trucks that are in there. That parking lot represents upward mobility in the United States, and it's like if you drive to the back of the parking lot, it's your game over. You're g- game over. Your car is trapped there forever. You have to get out of your car and abandon it. You, and buy, you have to buy a new car. Your car is there permanently now, and so <laughs> that's the only thing I don't like about 808 Delhi is. The the complications of their parking lot. Great so meatball th- subs, but you can lose your car. Yeah, but you're yeah, you have to leave your car there forever. I actually just park at Subway and walk over when I but, go. And everybody knows how how I feel about their spicy pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Subway's ooh. always like, "Ooh, we're gonna get a customer," and I'm like, "Nope, I'm walking over to 808." <laughs> <laughs> I, I park over there too. Yeah, everyone just... does. Oh, Subway, by the idea. way, Subway has a commercial that they're offering new deli style sandwiches. Subway, what have you been doing the past 30 years, Subway? Thank you. What? Subway, what we're is... just now offering deli stuff. What were you doing, Subway? <laughs> yeah. <They're... laughs> Although, to be fair, comparing Subway's meat to, like, deli meat yeah. is a stretch. First yeah. of all, their ham is made out of turkey. How does that even work? Wait, their ham is made out of turkey? Yeah, their ham is made out of turkey. What's their turkey made out of? You don't even want to know, Ham, bro. ham, ham, ham. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Since we're doing, uh, since we're doing Gluttony Club, yes, now, we are doing Gluttony Club. Anything, on the biscuits and gravy. Anything show. else for Gluttony Club? I went to the Hana Ranch restaurant yesterday after skydiving. Oh yeah, I got some mm. sticky ribs. Okay, I have a poo poo that's like uh, like Korean sticky ribs. Really good. Most of the Hana Ranch is the last two aisles of Costco with like the frozen food, just with a thirty dollar markup. But they got some <laughs> good stuff there. I'm talking about the restaurant, not the not the general store. No, no. I'm talking about the restaurant too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I got a burger there once and I'm like, this is the exact burger you get at co- like bun and everything. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, same thing. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's a good way to run a restaurant. And it was fifty four dollars. Yes. <laughs> but faster than going to Costco and back, you know? That well they have a fifteen dollar hot dog no. on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> they just take the prices and multiply it by ten. Yeah, that's that's the typical Honda business. Sounds I mean, a dollar right. fifty hot dog. God bless Costco. Mm, that's mm. 
American I, I love dream. The guy that owns Costco, the shareholders were like, we have to raise the price of the hot dog. And he was Do like, they? over my dead body. Like, Yeah, like. Well, keep eating those hot dogs. Maybe John Bill, Jonathan Kirkland or whoever owns. <laughs> whoever. Jonathan Hot Dog Kirkland. John, <laughs> hot dog is Jonathan $1.50 Hot Dog Kirkland. Yeah. $1.50. He's like, $1.50 Hot Dogs is my middle name. It could be anyone's hot dog car. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, $1.50 for, for a big. All American, all beef hot soda. dog. Come on, you can't beat and that. With soda. Oh yeah, and you get a soda. Come on. Yeah, yeah hot dog and a soda. It's is pretty possibly good the greatest loss leader of all time, except for the five dollar Costco chicken. Yeah, but so you got the cheap <laughs> stuff, and then you go in and you got the three thousand dollar TVs. Everything looks like it's free after that point. Yeah. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So Ferraro's last yeah. night. By the way, Four Seasons so good. Did they give you a dollar hot dog before they, they give you the rest of your menu at they the Ferraro's? Did. Uh, I had muscle, <laughs> cold muscles out of a tin can, and I thought it's so Wait, weird. They're served like, in a tin uh, can. Yeah, it's, it was served in like a tin can that you get like anchovies in. But they're like cooked muscles. They're, but they're cooked cold, muscles, cooked and, and they were chilled. cold, and they were very good. So they're not raw sound, muscles. It sounds really good. But weirdly. it's so funny. Like Lineage did the same thing. They have a really great drink at Lineage. They serve out of a spam can. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like they go out of their way. It's like to look poor, but it's actually really delicious. Because usually I'm intimidated by Wailea restaurants because a lot of them are kind of overpriced, just saying. But they are really good. Like, I've been blown away by the Four Seasons lately. They had that pop-up restaurant, Dos Hombres, which was slamming. Our server was the same server we had at Dos Hombres, and so he talked for, like, a while about it. Right. He said if you call them in advance, they still might be able to make the crab enchilada for me. They have all the ingredients still. Did they- you guys meet the boys while you guys were He did, and I didn't. I did. Oh, you- Chuck didn't get to go, unfortunately. I was skydiving that day, and I couldn't go. <laughs> Anytime I can't make it, I'm skydiving. That's awesome. That's, for now That's so cool. So we're next for Gluttony Club. I really want to get the gang back together. Serpico's. Trisha, Trisha's saying we should no, do Serpico's. No, We should do Ecolu. I thought we should do Ecolu open, open, but there's a new place in Makawao Steakhouse. I heard, yeah. Steakhouse I heard about that as well. Oh, I'd like really? going to the Espresso Mafia. That that place has turned over. That place has turned over a, a couple times in the time that I've been on island. But every yeah. iteration of it has been good, and so I'm looking forward to seeing. Wait, what kind of place is it right now? It's a steak restaurant. Oh, it's again. a it's a steakhouse again. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Is it not the original owner? It's not though? the OG. No, I mean because so, it was the um, the owners of the Mill House and Cafe Olay that owned Makawa Steakhouse right. before. So this is like Makawa Steakhouse three. Yeah, Redux. Did you guys go to the Argentinian Steakhouse, the Dunes yet? I've been. We did. I've been. We went yeah. there for a friend of the show, Corky's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Hi, Corky. Corky uh, listens at home. Best recommendation, go an hour before you think you should go. Yeah. Because if you go there during dinner, they get really slammed. Yeah. And whoever chose the plates to carry the steaks has never carried anything with their entire <laughs> life before. <laughs> so you get quite a dinner and a show watching these, these poor servers <laughs> carry, like, wooden barrels of steak out. Yeah. And you're like, is the steak going to drip on the ground or is it going to drip on my lap? You never know which way it's going to go. But you I like I like Fuego. Gluttony Club like yeah. style. Also, whoever created the menu, clearly a huge stoner. Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to have seven different types of steaks and you can get the steak six different ways. And guess what? We also have steak. Penne alla vodka. <laughs> and it's really good. And they have killer risotto as well. Jamie got that last time. Was <laughs> That's good. the same. It's so good, it dude. It was actually really Good. I probably my favorite penne alla vodka on island. That's the but same that little, way. Like, steak uh, they give you. Oh, it's so good. Is that like the cheek or something like that? Mm, uh, yeah, beef cheek. Oh, they got beef cheek, was which so is good. good. Um, they had the skirt steak, which was really good. So they cook it on the gr- like on the char itself, 
and then they let it rest. So it's like blue rare in the middle, but it's like it's almost like a fit. What's it called? Pittsburgh rare. Pittsburgh where rare. Where it's like it's charred on, on the, the outside, outside and like blue on the inside. Yeah, black and blue. And you cut it against the grain, so you get these nice little like coins of of cow, and it's so yummy. But coins of cow. It reminds me of. Have you been the Tampopo? I love Tampopo. Right there in Kihei. So, so it used to be. What was it? Anto- Anthony's. Anthony's. Right, yeah. it, it used to be an Italian restaurant, and Same then order. when when they when they opened up, they have like all this Japanese food and okonomiyaki and all this great stuff. And chicken parm. And they also <laughs> have a bunch of Italian food, penne alfredo and chicken alfredo and chicken parm and stuff. Did they just have a bunch of Italian food left over when they bought the place, and they're just running it out? But no, they just kept it on the menu. They're like, well, you know what? We're gonna do Japanese food, but also let's have some chicken alfredo on there. And it's good for picky eaters because a lot of people on it vacation want to try some uh, Japanese food. But a lot of people on vacation are also older have- Canadians that have the taste <laughs> palate of a five-year-old. They're like, do you have Bloody Caesars and Chicken Alfredo at this Japanese restaurant? Right. It's like, yes, well, we actually, we do. Right. We do. <laughs> I can't say okonomiyaki, but I can say chicken also, parm. Japanese food sometimes is a little light. And then meanwhile, you know, Italian food, you can get like a quart of Alfredo or a quart yeah, of carbonara. Yeah, sometimes when I'm, when I'm eating... oil like I'm a Ford Fiesta? Sometimes yeah. when I'm eating sushi, I'm a little on the hungry side. I right. But, so, but if you eat a chicken Alfredo first, a big mm. bowl of chicken Alfredo, you're not hungry anymore. How would you make carbonara sushi? How would we do that crossover? Oh, I... Would it be like risotto? <laughs> like, you seem like you have a it, it would be It would be risotto with the chicken wrapped up in the middle of the roll. Okay. And then because it's carbonara, good. the seaweed would be the bacon. Ooh. So you'd use the bacon as the wrap around the outside of it. Do you remember when I made those BLT wraps? <laughs> I did the BLT sushi. Yeah, you did. Oh, you, by the way, sushi, I yeah. love keto because like first first ingredient for keto is always like weave the bacon together. Yeah. <laughs> but hope uh, you're good at weaving bacon. Basically, you make like a lattice of bacon. Yeah. You weave it together. And not, then, not lettuce. 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 And then you, yeah, and uh, you, God forbid you bake that. Lettuce. And then you put lettuce, tomato, and you you put a schmear of mayonnaise on mm-hmm. there. Schmear. And then you roll it up and you slice it up like a sushi roll. And you got these little like sushi roll BLT. It's so great. Mm. That sounds so good. Yeah. I like to make candy it was, sushi. It was actually stuff. really, really good. You guys ever have candy sushi? Yeah, we've yeah. done the candy sushi. So I love candy sushi. For those of you listening, it's uh, Swedish fish. <laughs> And then it is Condoleezza's Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah, you take a Rice Krispie Treat, poke a hole in it, put a Swedish fish in the middle, but and then you, you wrap go. a fruit by the foot around the outside of there it. There you go. You got candy sushi, everybody. It's actually really good. It's slamming, <laughs> baby. All right, get it at Tan Popo. All right, we got to jump into you... the nuts and the bolts of the show, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, we got to start the show. Biscuit is right here. Why you... tuning in to KAKU, baby? We got to do a little follow-up junction. We got a lot for follow-up junction. First up on the Biscuits and Gravy Train today is follow-up junction in the studio today. We have Dungeon Master John Boy and my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Archangel Gravy. Uh, Follow-up junction today is brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It is in a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Today's show is underwritten in part by Vladimir Putin's Hard Apple Cider. Want to feel good? Putin cider. <laughs> Today's show is underwritten in part by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. And also by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. They should be $1.50. Yeah, dog. All righty. So follow-up junction, man. We cover so much on the show. All right. First up for follow-up junction, Finrod is Galadriel's older brother. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Bible or Game of Thrones? No, Bible or Bible or Lord of the Rings. Lord we played Rings. a game last week called Bible or Lord of the Rings. Oh, where I love that. That sounds ha- awesome. Where Shane had to guess if the character's name was a character from Lord of the Rings or a character from the also fictional Bible. Surprise! That sounds like the best person to play that He's, game with. You know what? I thought he could have done better. Chuck was really good on the Bible mm. part of it. That's right. But Shane, Shane also is pretty good at the at the Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah. And to be fair, I made I made it tough intentionally. Also, spiders are mentioned in the book of Proverbs. Oh, okay. Really? For somebody who didn't hear last week's episode, this is going to sound like a lot of very random stuff that we're following up on. Uh, I know Tocqueville and I know the Bibles. Yeah, there you go. Also, James Joyce wrote Ulysses. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Ulysses was the name of the book that you were were trying to remember. We couldn't remember it in the spur of the moment, but Ulysses... We did come up with Joyce. We Uh just couldn't remember that it was Ulysses. Uh, Also... A movable feast was not Fitzgerald. It was Hemingway, oh! which I should have known because A Movable Feast is one of my favorite Hemingway books. I have read it multiple times, but I, I, I said Fitzgerald hmm. in a moment of inaccuracy. <laughs> but I like the old Zelda the Fitzgerald is a character in A Movable Feast. Admonish that you don't know the classics, Vincent Foti. Yeah, of course. Another little follow-up thing. Remember when Rhonda was on the show and we were talking about Christmas presents? Yes. I bought one of those toilet lights Okay. that she was talking about, and I got to say, I love it. What? I love it. So she, so there's a thing. It's a little motion-activated light that you clip onto your toilet, so when you go in to go pee in the middle of the night, you don't have to turn on the light. You can see the bowl. Interesting. Yeah, and so it turns on the light. You can change whatever color that you want. Ooh. And it's uh, it's a great way where, you know, if you're sleepy and you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you don't have to turn on that bright light, mm-hmm. and you don't have to pee all over the place. Now, Chuck, you, you even in broad can. daylight, Chuck still pees all over all, everybody's <laughs> bathrooms. Everywhere, all the time. I can always tell when Chuck's been in, in my bathroom because yeah, I'm like, like... I folded your carpet over. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I don't like about it is that um, whatever color you put it on, it makes your pee look orange. So I always look like I have like massive kidney failure, <laughs> or like I like I'm bleeding out of my kidneys because mm. I'm I'll, like I'll go to pee. I'm like, why is my pee bright orange what does it and do red? To your poops? It's very scary. It also makes them look like you have <laughs> colorectal cancer. Okay, <laughs> it looks like you're pooping out blood. That's all the, the time. only downside. It's terrifying. The, the, but, the butt I mean, cancer. Very helpful. Yeah, but it it is quite helpful. For, How does it even fit in your toilet? Because you got those Japanese toilets. Your toilet is so complicated and mysterious. Um, uh, it's not complicated. You like poop and pee in the toilet. Mm, sounds sounds like and a then, lot of steps. And then you flush it. Well, mm. I mean, it, it fits on the on the bowl. Okay. So my toilet is a normal toilet. It just has a fancy toilet seat that goes on top of it. Ah. That has a built-in bidet to it. Okay. So it's uh, it just fits on any normal toilet bowl. Mm. So you don't have to worry about it not being compatible with your toilet because it is. Mm. So toilet have, light. Do you have any I gotta say, lights? two thumbs up on the toilet. All right. Yeah, I do have a I do have a nightlight in there. Okay, as well, but the the nightlight isn't strong enough to illuminate the bowl <laughs> because the the nightlight's on like the one side and the toilet's on the other side. So sometimes I can't always see where I'm peeing at night, and I'm pretty good at hitting the bowl even like in the dark. But the toilet light just makes everything such a breeze. Mm. I gotta say, I was really surprised at how much I liked it. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> okay, uh, so toilet lights. Porn? Can we toilet talk about porn lights. real quick? Um, okay, so I got something quick. Pope Frank came out and said that sexual pleasure is a gift from God, but he yeah, condemned porn, what? which I don't understand because when you're born, 
You have this. In, it's like being a crack baby, but for sex, right? <laughs> like you have. You didn't ask for this. You're just born with this innate sex drive that drives everything, right? Pretty and much all of it. It's our not decisions. something that you can avoid. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is born attractive or charismatic or with the ability to have sex all the time. So I don't understand why God would be mad at porn and masturbation when, you know, he gave us a sex drive and not the ability to always have sex. Hmm. So it kind of kind of seems like, uh, like it was like a cruel trick. It's like almost. the Autobahn in Germany, right? Germans make really fast cars. They have yeah. the Autobahn, right? Right. But other countries are like speed limit 45. Kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense totally. some to Chuck. That makes sense to me, baby. <laughs> All right. I uh, want no so speed limit. I, I would say if, if you're going to believe <laughs> if you're going to believe that God made us with this internal sex drive that is innate in all of us, I would have to say that he can't be mad if we uh, indulge in a little porn every once in a while. Good to know. I'll tell it to my priest next time. Okay. I love, I love and John has a really prank. great. We don't have uh we only got a couple minutes left, but I would say... What a, a fun-filled, fact episode tell, of the Biscuits and Gravy Tell us your Morningwood story. Oh, yeah. I had a fun one. This that is I, I Dungeon Master got... John Boy. Dungeon Master. I can't believe the time has flown today. Ooh, baby. Sorry, yeah. Is anyone else boob sweating a little I bit? Gotta, I gotta it's a little hot in here. Let him get to his story, okay, Chuck? Uh, I'm sorry. So, no, I, I found a fun one that I didn't know if you guys got. A couple weeks ago, I found a story about the Wisconsin lacrosse chancellor. No. His name is Joe Gao and his wife. They he recently just got fired because they discovered he had like, like a secret OnlyFans page. Okay. That uh, which is nothing new. No. no However, happens. There's another wrinkle to this story. So oh, yeah. much fun. I did a little bit more digging and I was like, oh okay. Doing the Lord's work. Gotta be doing a little boy. bit of research. You know, it's not just an OnlyFans page. You know, where he is with him and his wife. He is uh, like got a full blown production show of part cooking show, part banging. These porn stars he brings aboard uh, onto the show what? with his wife. This is like my favorite thing. This guy is my hero. <laughs> anyway, so half the show is him cooking a delicious vegan meal with his wife and interviewing these porn stars, and then the back half of it is them proceeding to double team these porn stars. No way. Yeah. That's great. That's way better than lacrosse. It's I'd watch awesome. that all day. I don't even know how to watch lacrosse. That sounds like the best OnlyFans. It, yeah. That sounds like content, OnlyFans content and that I would actually pay for. He's the he's chancellor. The Imagine getting the scream out like, pound me, chancellor. <laughs> it, was, I, it was a fun discovery. I was like, I wonder if the Biscuit Boys heard about that this. That does sound Never. medieval. Oh, my God. Oh, chancellor. Chancellor. <laughs> all right. So mm. let's do a quick spoiler alert. You put the in the lacrosse net? Like move oh. them around a little bit? Oh, yeah. You yeah. Can, oh, and, and the show's called like little... Sexy Happy Cooking or something like that. <laughs> all right. So you heard it here first, folks. Sexy Happy Cooking. Check it out. So for spoiler alert, let's do a quick spoiler alert. Play a little Game of Thrones. Spoiler! Fargo Season Uh, 5, better than Fargo Season 4. Fargo Season 5 was fantastic. Uh, New Curb Your Enthusiasm coming out in February. Curb, yeah. If you haven't seen Society of the Snow on Netflix, really good movie about the Uruguayan uh, rugby team that Uh, gets stranded in the Andes and has to eat each other to survive. Just like the movie Alive, which came out in the 90s. Starring Ethan Hawke, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon was long, but it was it was fun. I really like Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Robert De Niro. Any guys seen Napoleon? I haven't seen Napoleon yet, but I'm very much looking forward to it. I liked it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it available to stream like on Apple TV? Uh, I believe so. I bought it on Amazon. Oh, okay. Cool. I love Ridley Scott, so I love Ridley Scott also. As a matter of fact, Chuck and I went to go see Blade Runner two once in the movie theater. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ridley Scott. And we got some Jersey Mikes and took it in and uh, classic, yeah, classic move. <laughs> nothing like eating uh, deli style meat during a good movie. Right. Exactly. Mm. Uh, also, I just rewatched that movie, The Menu. Love it. Yeah, Diana had never seen love it. And even though love I that. even though I had seen it before, I was like, you know what? You're really gonna love this movie and we watched it together and she did really like it. It's a great movie. Mm. Especially for like restaurant fans yeah. and or restaurant people. Anyone who likes to watch those high chef's end table. chef's table shows. <laughs> if you like Chef's Table and uh, you're a fan of Voldemort check out the menu. I love Nicholas Holt's just simp character in that. Like, I l- first that. of all, I love that, but I also love that he really is like a foodie in that movie, but also his character in The Great is also all about food. Yeah. It's like he takes roles based on how much he loves food. <laughs> I like how degrading it was to John Leguizamo. Like, I really <laughs> felt... Like, they picked John Leguizamo, nailed it for that role, right? Like, they really, like, railed in to how... John Leguizamo's character in it had made a lot of bad decisions in the film industry. And it made me feel bad for John Leguizamo, but I liked it. Calling Dr. Sunshine was not a great movie, but he was a famous movie star and a household Mm -hmm. name in the, in the movie. So, you know, can all, all actors should not be judged on their worst film. Yeah. They should be judged on their oeuvre. Tom Hanks got a Razzie this year what? For, no his, way. for his what? portrait. He can't do a southern accent to save his life. Oh, for Elvis? He, for Elvis. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, that movie, very I don't know why Tom Hanks was in that movie. No one knows why. All the, the guy who played Elvis was fantastic. Yep. Yeah. And very sad. I did. Austin Bullard did a good job. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have watched that movie, but I did see it on the airplane. A Razzie, so, though? Come on. A Razzie? Come on. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't take Tom Hanks seriously. Oh, we got like a minute left. All right. It's time for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Call me Chancellor Buffalo for now on, baby. Why don't you read us another sponsor there? Oh. Ooh. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by... Benedict Cumberbatch's eggs. Make your eggs. Benedict. All right, very good. Our first question comes from Jason in Sacramento, California. Jason sent this one in. What king of England, and you can you can help Chuck out with these Ooh, as well, except for yeah. the last one. What king of England had six wives, notoriously? Henry VIII. Henry VIII is absolutely correct. Got it. Uh. Uh, our second one comes from Jessica in Omaha, Nebraska. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security was formed... After what major event? The U.S. Department of Homeland Security was formed after 9-11. Very good. Yeah. All right. And our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. And, John, you can't help Chuck with this one. No one helped Chuck with this one? All right. Oh, I can Uh, do it myself. Denise in Haiku wants to know, what is the name of Buffalo's football team? Oh, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Yeah, very good. Very and their mascot, good. for some reason, a buffalo. is a guy named Bill. And even though Buffalo Bill notoriously killed all the Buffaloes, they could have named the sports team Buffalo Buffalo. Also, because Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Their, their, their mascot should have been, should have been Bill. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. That would <laughs> Wasn't good. she a great big fat person? And then they could kill the cults, you know, goodbye horses. And then, like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, it, like, they can give out uh, lotion and baskets 
And then yeah, at dude. every game, they could be like, put the lotion in the basket. Yeah, All dude. All right. Well, you got three out of three. So congratulations, Chuck. You're the big winner today. That also means that that's the end of our show. But not the end of Biscuits and Gravy. I'll catch you next week. Same Biscuit time. Same gravy place. We want to thank John Boy for being on the show today. Thank, thank you, guys. John Boy. I know you're a longtime listener, but this I is the am. first time we were able to have you on the show. Thank and we would love to have you back anytime. Yeah. We yes. love you, John Boy. And, uh, come see Kinky Boots at uh, Pro Arts Maui on March 15th. Oh, so yeah. Play. Local theater, baby. To. Yeah, it's be a great time, man. For me to you. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs>